Welcome to the Whence We Came Project Podcast, an archived audio anthology of American lives, both local and legendary, as told by the Americans that live them. My name is John Owen, and I'll be your host. The following is the seventh and final conversation in a series of conversations I've had with Naval Captain Tim Wary. In today's conversation, Tim and I discuss a look back, redefining success and importance and the power of faith, family, and friends. Hope you enjoy. So, you know, that uh, that's, you know, and if, again, if, you know, if my kids or grandkids or whatever want to know how we ended up away from the Lutheran Church, it's kind of, yeah. kind of the path that, you know, and, and again, I still, in my heart, consider myself Lutheran, probably always will. Right. Um, because I still believe their fundamental teachings, I, I, they, I, I don't have problems with the church at all. Sure, but the path God put us on made it a little difficult, right? Because you know, even Navy chaplains and stuff like that—that that, you know, on, on board the ships and stuff—it just became an issue um, with fellowship. You know, to right. say I got to stay true to the, their teachings on the fellowship, or I got to say no, I think. God wants me to fellowship with these people. And, right. and that's the way it was. And it opened our eyes because there are so many strong Christians out there with all sorts of different uh, oh, absolutely. backgrounds. Absolutely. That just, um, oh, it just amazed me. You know, and we have friends across the world that love God. Right. And, uh, love and love us. Yeah. Despite, you know, you know, it, it just made it something we had to change, and uh, that's cool. And that's I'm glad cool we did. did. Yeah, and it's funny because sometimes God's that still voice, and sometimes it's the hammer. But yeah, yeah, he'll yeah if you listen. Good for and it you took for, me a long time to listen. I mean, he was yeah. 15 years of of listening, you know, trying to hear, right. hearing that, that it was always there in the back of my mind. But it was it was hard to to you know it was hard to take that step because you know you're you have Again, mom still oh, alive, sure. my yeah. brothers and stuff, and and we don't necessarily agree on that, but we're at peace with it. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's it's been a blessing. So outstanding. So that's why we're that's that's where we are now. You yeah, know, that is so cool. So uh, we had you had just mentioned before we started this too that you're also beyond farming. You're also doing some other things well, it, currently, correct? Yes. A couple of things I've really got involved with. One was still with the farming was a master gardeners program here in town. Okay. Um, the Putnam County Master Gardeners ran across, I don't know where I saw it, the fair or something like that. And mm-hmm. so I, That's the only place I've seen it. It's yeah. fascinating. So I went do. through their training, and I'm a master gardener. Nice. And I I spend most of my time with their plant sale Part the, the propagation of the plants in the greenhouse in the spring and up to the sale, and then I get busy during the summer. So that's where I spend most of my time. But yes, it kind of got me back into the, the agriculture, you know, uh, with resources of, of who do, does what and uh-huh. and con, you know with, with people um, in the area. And then uh, um, I also became uh, and again this is at Life Church. One day Rhonda said. Hey, you know, there's some veterans that meet Wednesday or meeting Wednesday morning at Life Church, um, because she was going to a, a, a small group Bible study, something like that Wednesday morning. So one day I just decided to go down and see what it was. 
Well, next thing I know, I'm adjutant for the DAV Chapter 117, <laughs> Disabled America Vets. Yes, sir. Which I am a Disabled America Vet, so I mean, I've gone through that whole process, and and so I know how that works. And and next thing I know, I'm adjutant, and and uh, I'm also a driver for their they have a vehicle that takes vets to appointments in Nashville, Murfreesboro, and. Right now, I think I am currently the only driver. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. But, uh, but yeah, I've got involved in that. So, um, you know, just some odds and ends, different things that you never really expect you come across, you know, that all of a sudden you're involved in. And, and, yes, uh, sir. Um, you know, I got invited to a prayer breakfast on Wednesday or Friday mornings that, again, that would be something that would way out of my wheelhouse to pray in a group of, you know, men that have different face and and you know or denominational backgrounds and stuff is way outside my wheelhouse but right. it's been a huge blessing huge blessing I outstanding can't say i mean so you know he keeps on putting things out there that yes, uh, he does. and he provided me a place to hunt yep uh, which has been a, a quite a blessing i you know we were able to pick up another six acres of woods here and so we have 17 acres, and uh, it, with the blueberries, I got you know I've planted to, or apple trees now, and I plant corn, sell corn, you know, and that whole thing. It's been really interesting. I sell mo- mainly from the house here. I advertise on on Facebook is what I did started to sell corn and and produce and stuff, and now my customer base is enough where I don't have to advertise, but Wow, but it was interesting. Is almost without fail, when people come to pick up corn, even if it doesn't ears or whatever, it, it's not a five minute, it's not a three minute thing. It, and it always seemed to be at mealtime because I could never say no to when somebody wanted to come over. Right. Even though somebody <laughs> kept on telling me I need to set hours, <laughs> it, it, it'd be a half hour event. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, it started. It, it, it we talk about church or God or whatever, it always revolved, it always came circle to that. And it was amazing. Yeah. And and I think it uh, speaks well of this area that that is a subject that is easily... Cause, and it speaks well of you. Well. It does. It just... Uh, it does. But it was a, always a blessing. I enjoyed that interaction as much as any of it. It's just the, the chatting with people and... Right. Finding because and, and it's amazing what people tell you. You, you don't have that's to true. have what? to ask them a question. Also, and it just well, that's interesting. Yep. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Don't <laughs> you know, know. I need to know yeah, that, I don't but. know, but uh, you know, people are are very willing if you could just give them an ear. That's true. And I think that's always kind of something I've tried to do is give that ear and not sure be the voice, just the ear. And it's amazing, you know one. You know, of course, my whole military career, that was a thing, too. Always be that, you know, the person that, uh, um, you know, better to not speak and think people you know, know what you, you know, <laughs> yeah. than to speak and prove that you, right. yeah. you're, you're, you're not what you think you are. Right. But, uh, um, but that seems to, again, you know, always work well if you just let people talk. It's amazing. It is. Yeah. And therapeutic. And it is very therapeutic, and and yeah. I needed that. And I, I, for both, it's therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
It's what God intended, I believe, yeah. is this, yeah. as opposed to texting and what I think this is exactly. what's important, face-to-face. And, face. and that's what this, yeah, that's what the agricultural stuff here has done, the face-to-face, because it's, you can't, it's not I'm shipping it to you. Right. You're coming here to my house, and we're going right. to talk, you know. And, that's great. Uh, and it, you know, it gives you opportunities to give and, you know, be generous. And if somebody didn't have enough money, you just, ah, take it. You know, it's right. not, I always tell them, I'm not, I don't sell this to make money. Right. Because there is really not much money to be made. Yeah. But Especially per hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If we ever put our, I'm paying myself actually to, to do this yeah. per hour because that's the, the amount of money you make off of it. But it was, I always like to make enough to buy my fertilizers and stuff every year. If I can do that. Yep. You know, at least it's, I'm not coming out of pocket to sell life my stuff, good, you know, yeah. uh, and, and life is good. You're right. And that's, that's been what it is, you know, I just sell enough to, and it keeps people coming to the house and keeps me, keeps me invigorated and keeps me, you know, occupied and catch me up with the family. Okay. So tell me who's where and how many kids and, you know, okay, well, since we're in 2023 right now. Yeah. So. So, pro- and I'm planning on, I've already marked a calendar for about 18 months from now. I'm going to come do this again with you and see what's happened in the last okay. 18 months. Okay. Um, let's see. So we've had, we have three kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, son, TJ, Timothy, James, Wary Jr. Um, daughter, Hannah, and daughter, Sarah. Right. And TJ is now 37. Okay. okay. Hannah's 35. And Sarah's thirty-four. Okay. So they're all born, you know, lady, late eighties. Gotcha. So, um, TJ was born in San Diego, and Hannah and Sarah were born in in uh, Plover, Wisconsin, or Stevens Point, Wisconsin. We were stationed there. Yes, sir. Um, they had basically they made all you know they made a lot of moves with right. us, and and I was gone a lot. Right. You know during times of their years which um you know it's one of those things sometimes it's, it's funny because you you hear them talking about something and it even happens nowadays where they're talking about something and i'm going what when was that I remember that yeah exactly when i wasn't home right you know and then you find out other little tidbits it's like i was always thrifty i, I like i'll use the word thrifty pennywise <laughs> And no. so I'd, I'd be, you know, station, wherever I was stationed, because there was times where I, we decided to leave the family home, and I'd go do my tour, you know, and get home when I can for, you know, sometimes a couple years at a time. But, yes, sir. But uh, I'd call and say, they'd say, well, they're having spaghetti tonight. Oh, okay, you know. Well, I came to find out the code word for spaghetti was they're out eating Mexican food, <laughs> or I got Mexican carry Oh, that's great! But they're going to tell Dad they're eating that's spaghetti, so great. that when I'm eating my ramen noodles or something because I'm trying to pinch pennies, they're oh, that's so yeah, perfect. Yeah, that finally came out, so now yeah. now it's a family joke. But if if you're out getting Mexican food, well, we're we're having spaghetti tonight. That's great. <laughs> yeah, but uh. But no, they, they, uh, so we, the, we had the three kids uh-huh. and, uh, the, uh, they went, you know, they, they had gone to various different schools, basically public schools throughout the, you know, where we moved. Yes, sir. And then we said when we landed in Millington, decided to kind of headquarter there so they could go through high school and stuff, you know. Right. Um, so 
TJ and Hannah went to University of Memphis. Sarah went to UT Knoxville. Um, and then each of them has two kids. Okay. So we have six grandkids. Um, TJ's got uh, Adeline and Julia. Adeline is... What's TJ's wife? Who's TJ's oh, wife? Oh, yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, then they all got... And that was the other interesting course, living down south. You know, then they all got married to people that were down south. So, right. So uh, TJ's married to Sue Ann. Uh, Sue Ann is a lawyer. Um, I guess we could talk about their jobs yeah, too. Yeah, please. Yeah, I'd, okay. I'd like to know. I'm interested. So, so we'll start with TJ. Um, TJ was a big sports fan. Real big sports fan. You know, our our life as he was growing up was our interaction was sports related. Sure. And uh, always that was his that was where he's at. You know, TJ and I don't know where he got it to. He's I don't know six one. He's oh, taller wow. than me. Yeah. You know, athletically built. Um, way more of an athlete than I ever thought I you know could be or was. Even though I probably thought I was, I wasn't. Um, but uh, I think we've established you were. But yeah, that's fine. Not much, but uh, um, he really, he really sports minded. Always, that was his thing, you know. And he got into golfing when he got into about eighth grade, seventh grade, and uh, so I got into golfing then. Oh, really? Okay. So that we could, you know, there's a way to spend time together. Yes, sir. You know, and yeah, yeah, he got. A, Cart boy, all those yeah, things, you know. Absolutely. So that was a, a good job for him. Got some tips. Wait, from what the, course was it? Do you remember? Orgle. Yeah, it was or it's called Orgle. And that's um, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I, I used to work for Lynx Corp. We owned and operated twenty six golf courses, and we had one in the Memphis area. But I've actually been to Orgle. Yeah. yeah so. I think it's county. Actually, it's yeah. A I think it is owned, a municipal but, uh, or county one. Yes. Sir. Yeah. Um, so him that's and, cool. and and actually Hannah's husband james who lived on our street there um they were he worked there too i think even hannah worked there mm-hmm. yeah oh wow yeah and they'd always get mad because she'd get better tips and you get <laughs> well yeah certain yeah. things happen <laughs> just, you know yeah um but uh yeah that so golf actually kind of a a thing i guess for That's a while cool. there and yeah. and uh and i was able to play and i could you know i could hit the ball you know and and uh, for a few years did pretty well you know and then then he got even taller and started you know he'd play from the back tees and yeah from the tips yeah you could always say it was your back yeah it was that's 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 my excuse it's like mine as well but uh so but his he was always sports minded so then when he got into college he went into uh, broadcast journalism outstanding yeah was his forte and and uh graduated um, I don't know what year that was, Rhonda, but uh, um, 2008. 2008, okay. And uh, that's right, worked at WREG for a little while in, in Memphis there. Basically, to, to get into the, you know, get into the um, industry, he worked as, a, he also very good skills with handling camera, being a cameraman, all that stuff. He could, and editing, he was multi-talented that way, and you had to be to get into. Oh, absolutely! You know, get into the. And it'll be such a benefit as he goes up. Yep. The fact that he's done those other things. Yep. So then he did that for a while. Then got his first job at first. Well, then he got his next job was up in um, Minnesota. Was he married at that time? No. Okay. Before. Okay. Yeah. So he worked 
up at the uh, Albert Lee? Austin. 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 Yes. Where spam is made. Oh, yes. really? Yes. I didn't know. I, when I used to camp as a kid, Spam, spam was a mainstay. Yeah. That's yeah. great. You'll know For because breakfast. when you drive through Austin, you can smell it. You <laughs> smell it. But, so froze his tail off I up guess. in Minnesota for a couple years and got a job down in Jackson, Mississippi. And so he moved back down to Jackson. And then he got a sports casting job with the tv station in jackson oh wow outstanding and and he did well yeah and he got he was sports broadcaster of the year for uh three four five years running wow for the state yeah outstanding um and that's where he met sue ann his wife and she is a lawyer um she was she was clerking for the supreme state supreme court judge for a while nice and then she took a job working um just recently for the state of Mississippi post-capital um, conviction uh, branch where they look at people that are, that are on death row, basically, right. and review their cases and make sure Outstanding. You know, nothing was missed there. Yeah. And that's, a, that's quite a job, too. But, uh, so that's a labor of love. Yes. That, that there's a, something very special about folks that do that. Yeah. So... And then, of course, they had the, they have two daughters, you know, Adeline and Julia. And uh, um, but one thing that became apparent to TJ was that the sports broadcasting lifestyle and raising a family is difficult. Hadn't thought of that. Um, evenings gone all the time. Sure. Weekends during football season, in particular. Sure. Never home. And you know, you can't be more proud. <clears throat> you know, of a son that makes a decision. You know, to he gave up that. That's not an easy. He decision. gave up that career. Yeah. That you know, and he still loves it. I mean, I, I think if he could get some time down the line, get back into it, he probably would. But he decided that it was just he, he was tired of being gone, and knew that he'd rather have the time. You know, and uh, so now he works for. He's a communications director of communications for the Mississippi Manufacturers Association, and. You know, he does PR for uh, manufacturers in the state to put their product out there to display. He, and he'd be office in Jackson then, would he, or not? Yeah, he, he's in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, there. outstanding. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, and uh, and can work some from home, too. Very much more flexible. Right. But it's just not... Good for him, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's not a, that's not an easy decision. I don't care where you are along the arc yeah. of your career. Right. Especially early on, yep. that's uh, he comes from good stock. Yeah, he he is very proud of it, you know, and uh, and his lovely daughters, they're you know, smart as smart as can be, and and uh, just a joy, and uh, and Adeline golf. And Adeline golf really, that's Adeline great. multiple plays the violin now too. So oh, yeah, wow, yeah. He's a, I was trying to think. We used to have a golf course in Jackson. I think it was called Castle Woods or something. I don't know a long time ago. But yeah. I've been to Jackson a few times. I'm sure he's played every course out there. I'm sure. He's still yeah. very much into golf and yes. stuff. But, uh, and he actually does some broadcasting for, during uh, during the high school season. They're, they've they just started. I think this is the second year. But uh, they kind of do one of those like, uh, oh, it's like that. Yeah, it's, it's like the Friday night thing where 
to jumping in on all the games around the area. Oh, yeah. wow, yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll go jump from, from game to game to game with the hot, you know, what's oh, going on. Sort of just, like the, the... Think how blessed the community is, though, because yeah. you're getting somebody that really kind of right. knows what he's doing. Right. Do it. Typically, it's a dad or somebody or a right. local sports, you know, whatever else. Right. Yeah, they got a great. professional in there to be able to do that. So, so it keeps great. them in the yeah. in the mix a little bit, but doesn't, you know, take up uh, all his time and stuff. Yeah. So, um, but uh, but they're doing well, and, uh, and he said very proud of all of them there. Outstanding. He got uh, to cover some pretty big games, too. He covered, yeah. Uh, he went to the Final Four a couple years, didn't he? Wow. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's met a lot of the, you, when you think about a lot of the, the big names, too, in, in, in college and high school sports and stuff, especially from the Mississippi area. I mean, yeah. You know. Yeah. Dak Prescott was oh. one of the kids he followed and watched. I didn't rem- as remember he, him being from there. That's wild. Yeah. And, of course, he met Brett Favre a few times. Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> the Brettster. Yeah, the Brett, Brett story. So, um, but, uh, but, yeah, he, uh, he's interesting. He's been had a very interesting, uh, you know, career up to now. And, uh, and like I said, it's, 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 I think it's a season. And, you know, mm-hmm. we all take different different seasons come and go and, and absolutely it's something that he could probably get back to at at some point if he that's where god leads him and, and god will open that door yeah. if he's supposed to be yeah. yeah that's exactly right but uh so but, yeah. next in line is hannah okay then hannah yep yep um and like we were talking about i don't tj is so much like me or more like Rhonda, but uh um, he, i think he's a good mix of the two of us um hannah uh Hannah's our oldest daughter. Um, she was born in '87, December 1987, and uh, um, she, interesting enough, um, James, her husband, lived right down the street. So, and him and TJ, of course, played all the time and stuff. And oh, you mean when they were younger? When they're younger. When, oh, wow! Yeah, How yeah. cool is that? It was kind of like you folks almost. Yeah, you I know. Think sixth grade. Yeah. yeah. Wow, and uh, so it was just a neighbor boy that hung around with TJ, and yep. and that's who she eventually married. Um, Hannah, you know, a, a real good student, um, very probably temperamentally more like me, a little more with you know. Unfortunately, she probably got the anxiety side of me, mm. um, the worrier side of me, um, and was probably younger she was more like probably a little bit more like like me we you know i think we're we're pretty close and um now i think now she's changed i think she's more like like Rhonda now right it's changed some but uh um but she uh got into nursing she went to the university of memphis also um and uh got into nursing and uh and found you know that nursing is a stressful job. You know, sure, very. She worked at the cardiac unit. Um, I don't know what hospital that was. Collierville. Down in Collierville there, but uh, but it always just amazed me that she could do. I mean, my you know little Hannah was doing stuff like that medically. That was yeah. like. How in the world, you know, just amazed me that, you know, doing IVs, all that stuff was just. Right. Where'd that come from, you know? Um, and she, but she always also had an egg, a, a part, part of her, she was part of the uh, 
ag school at, at high school. Oh, really? Yeah. 4-H. 4-H, that's what it was. Yeah. So that was always a kick because she, she would do 4-H stuff, you know, judging different things. And, oh, that's and great. It was always a hoot because yeah. um, she could, you know, when it came to, like, judging cattle and stuff, it, we, we joke because she didn't really know, necessarily know exactly what the things were with the animal, but she could memorize stuff so she, so she could just reel off a line well it has this and that you know and, and sound convincing you know so she do really well even right. though she laughed she said well i don't you know <laughs> just learning these lines you know of, of that's so but funny. uh so i actually got to go on a couple of her 4-h the the, the she, showed she showed sheep yeah um so she always had that little egg part of her that was it was kind of fun <laughs> Not 4-H, FFA, FFA, yes. FFA, yep. And that was part of the school because yep. they had a, yeah. Um, and so I was able to actually go to a couple different judging things with her when I was home and, and stuff. And, and it's funny because it was, it was like, oh, well, what, you know, I got asked, well, what was your degree? And well, actually, I have an ag engineering degree. I have an ag degree. You right. know, I never even thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. So it was like, so I had a little credibility with the ag people, you know, because <laughs> I, I did have that degree. Um, but, uh, uh, but then her and James got married on the hottest day of the year. <laughs> it was, well, it was the year they had all the flooding. In, in the year retired from the Navy in 2010. And uh, uh, it was 104. Oh, wow. In fact, we didn't even know if we'd use the venue because of the base in Millington to flood it out because they had floods that spring. Oh, my so Lord. Bad. Uh, but, uh, but no, I mean, got, got married and, and then, uh, like I said, James, her husband, he's an engineer, um, mechanical engineer, uh, smart kid, uh, very, very mechanically inclined, and, and he is a, I guess, a maintenance supervisor for the Valero plant in Memphis. The the they do uh, it's a refinery. Yes, sir. Fuel refinery, and very good job, but very hard job. Right. Spends a lot of time. A lot of time. You know, um, you'd almost consider it military-ish like as far as their time, you know, and when things go get broke, he's on, you know, he's there all the time. So, I can assume, yeah. So there's a sacrifice there, um, but uh, but she, you know, when, once they started having kids and Hannah stopped nursing, um, and now she also homeschools. Uh, they're two kids. They have two Great. kids. Uh, Zeke, who is our oldest grandson, he's nine, and uh, Lily is seven. Hmm. Seven. So it's actually we, we have actually three granddaughters that are all within a year of each other or less. Yeah, That's they're all amazing. seven, yeah. seven or eight, right there. So it's kind of neat. Yeah, very neat. Um, it's one of the things that you know we get off track a little bit that that I missed out on was that I never got to really know my cousins and stuff because we were never never home. You know, we are never right. where they were. And we always, kind of one of the things of moving back here is too is to keep, and to keep oh, the kids yeah. and, and, and grandkids, you know, intermingled so they, they grow up knowing That's each so other. That's so special. And, and they, they do. We have, you know, during the summers we have our Papa Bibby camp, which, you know, we have a camp for the grandkids every summer where... It's, I mean, it's scheduled. Actually, the, the meal schedule is on the freezer right there right now. Um, but uh, we entertain all six grandkids for the summer, you know, for a week or five days, four days, whatever it ends up being. But uh, 
but it gets them together. You know. Sure, that's and, great. And we, I've Making really memories. want that to be something that they grow up knowing each other. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, so we got Zeke and and uh, Lily, and um, of course Hannah. After COVID, she decided to homeschool, and so now she is a homeschooler. Outstanding. Still, Zeke is in third grade now, I think. Yeah. And Lily's in first or something. Um, but uh, she's doing that, and that's a that's a lot of work. I yes. didn't realize how yes. much work that really is. It's uh, and I'm, it may be one of the most important things she's ever does. Yeah. She ever does. Yeah. So impressed um, with with her and and uh, and the nursing stuff comes in handy all the time too. You know, it's oh, always sure. to have that skill set and, and that knowledge. Um, very, you know, she's a very level-headed, uh, just a, a, a great mom. She's a great mom, and uh, really proud of her too. Um, and Zeke, he's a character. <laughs> just he is a character. Um, takes after his. I don't know if takes after like his dad, you. huh? He's like you. Yeah. I think you were like him. Anyway. Probably, <laughs> probably. He's a he's a hoot. It's just uh, you know. Um, and Lily, she's into dance and and uh, gymnastics a little bit, I think. But dance really is a thing. But and I think they're all into. They're all doing soccer and and all right. and all those things that they they all you know they're all they're all. Athletic kids, you know, it's, well it's yeah, yeah. They're, yeah they're, they may not be pro athletes down the road, but but they're you know they're all athletic and a lot and, of lessons learned. With yeah, yeah, there sports. is. That's true. There is, um, and uh, but yeah, I Julia think. Julia plays soccer too. Oh. You mentioned you said Adeline. Oh, did five. I? Oh, I'm sorry. Julia yeah, plays soccer. She's five. Julia's five. She plays soccer. Um, she's a. A little fireball. She is just, <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's, she's one, the TJ posted a picture recently on Facebook, Adeline's room, everything's put away. Neat, orderly, everything. Julia's room, disaster. Tornado. Tornado. <laughs> Tornado. Yeah. So it, it just, it couldn't be two more options. That's you know, great. That's, but, uh, um, and, well, and, and that's the other area that, like, um, Hannah and I think Adeline uh, are like me. I'm a, I'm a rule follower. Mm -hmm. I like rules. I like to follow, I order, you know, this is what you do, this is how you do it, this is when you do it, this is, everything's got to be in order, you know, right. structured. And, uh, and and Hannah likes structure, you know, and I think Adeline does too. Um, the others are maybe not so much. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> but uh, like, like, I think Sarah is probably one that uh, wasn't quite the one that, like, order like I do, but... Uh, um, did I miss anybody else so far as a bone? Okay, caught up. And then, uh, so then we have Sarah. Mm -hmm. Sarah was born in 1989, um, our youngest then. And she went, she didn't want to go to the University of Memphis. Um, she wanted to get away from home. Uh -huh. uh, she was, I, I probably of all the kids, if any of the kids that we butted heads with a little bit, and it was me and, you know, it was her. <laughs> Um, very strong-willed. Right. Very strong-willed. Um, uh, I love your smile as you yeah, say that. It's funny. Yeah. Your eyes um, kind of dance. Getting, you know, sitting down and doing homework with her, you know, at the kitchen table in high school and stuff. I mean, she was, she, she was smart, mm -hmm. but just 
sometimes <laughs> yeah just and uh and of course at that time too you know her and hannah as they kind of were in high school this you know the sisters at yeah. that point mm, you yeah know. so there's there's drama there you know always um, but uh but most probably the most determined person though i've ever met though either she you know just tenacious and uh and when she wanted you know something she could you know she like i said extremely smart extremely talented just uh, maybe we're too much alike i don't know Mm. you know even though we didn't think we were at the time right but now she's probably more like me than any of the kids um you know uh just you know i of course, I'm a, a Dave Ramsey follower, financial stuff, and right. and she's just got it down. I mean, she's she's runs finances. She does things that I said, how in the world did she ever, you know, learn how to do that? But but she wanted to go to Knoxville, so we got her to Knoxville. Mm-hmm. There was some drama with with her first couple of years with roommates and issues. It just it, the girl she went with quit after the I don't know if she lasted a week oh gosh and then uh, I don't know if it was that same year or the next year but she had another roommate situation that was just she called and said I, I need to something you know and I said I'll be there and we'll get you out of it good and but uh, but she uh, she did well you know um, kind of decided to change Pass in her high school or college career a little late. Decided going to teaching, so we couldn't get her into the teaching program through at UT Knox. So she had to go. Her last she did one more year at uh, Merville. Um, oh yeah, Merville College. Right. Yeah. Very good. I mean, it actually, it was a complete blessing because I had still had some GI Bill left. Oh and, wow. And Merville, there that was expensive. Yeah. program but it's they a great college. but they took the, the GI bill so she got a year to get her teaching certificate through them where the class size is small you know just yeah very good professor so um, so and oddly enough the her husband Nat Nathaniel Nat Nat Scott um, so her last name is Scott now and, and Hannah's is Bowen but uh, um, he was also a student uh, at, at University of Tennessee, mm-hmm. and he, but he was in their teaching program. They still both had to do five years, though. It still was an extra year, but um, so that's where she met him. So oddly enough, they both graduated, and they both got jobs teaching high school English at, at uh, West High School in Knoxville. The same high school. The same high school. Oh wow! And and here's Sarah. She looks like a, a grade schooler anyway. She just she's. <laughs> Not very tall and, yep. and look young as can be, and uh, she's in with all those high school kids, you know. Oh my gosh! But they're both high school. That English is so teachers. cool. Yeah, and English teachers, and you know they're both of them, and uh, and so that's that was. They got married there, in in Maribel. His his family's from the oh, more Johnson City side of the state, right. and uh, and uh, again a perfect match for each other. He's. A much more calming Sarah's a little bit whoo you know Sarah gets going <laughs> and uh, and that is kind of the calming of the, in the background but uh, but Sarah took a path that that just uh, 
she she was teacher then, and then when she they have two kids. They have uh, Harper, who is seven, and Davis, who is five. And so we have four granddaughters and two grandsons. And, uh, Outstanding. And both those kids, uh, you know, well, it was when Harper was born that we decided that we're moving moving south again, you know, and uh, and uh, and she is, I mean, again, you know, like. I think she's, you know, likes dance. She's into, she likes some sports, but very artistic. Um, she likes structure. She likes structure. She's a voracious reader. Um, oh, wow, that's which so good. Sarah is, I mean, Sarah reads 100 books a year. Oh, my god. 80 to 100 a year. Very, she's always had her face in a book. All, you know, all through, as long as I've known, you know, we've had her in high she always had her face in a book. If, she taught herself to read it at about four. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so she was reading at four. Outstanding. Taught herself. Always had a book in her hand. She always was reading. If Today, if you, you know, you take the the phone out of somebody's hand, it was, she had the book. You know, that right. was her iPad. That was her, you know, her screen. Always reading. Uh, and, and Harper now is very much of a reader. Um, uh, little Davis, he is the, he, I think he's like his dad. He's just a he cracks you up. He is the funniest <laughs> little kid. Um, big heart. Uh, uh, you know, all the kids, all the grandkids have big hearts. They they love their their siblings and and uh, and each other, and they love getting together, and they you know excited about it. Um, so important. And uh, but you know, a couple of different things that happened there there with that family too. That just you know one we didn't see coming. Now Sarah. She she stopped teaching and uh, when the kids were born and now that they're in school, she got involved through the church as first as kind of an assistant there in in the women's programs and uh, now, just this year she's gone full time. She is the pastor of women's ministries. Wow! At Fellowship Church in Knoxville, so Pastor Sarah, nice. yeah, my That's daughter, great. yeah, yeah. Uh, Never saw that coming, you know? right? Um, and uh, and the other thing that happened that kind of allowed this to happen is her husband Nat. He's been uh, assistant high school football coach. Football's a big, you know, down south, big thing. Yeah, it's big in Maryville too. I'm gonna tell you that. Nat and his Knoxville family, yeah. and Maryville. Oh, yeah. Good lord. And, and their whole family, Nat's side of the family, very. You know, they can they talk more. They can. You know, within two seconds of them starting to talk about college football, I'm lost. You know, and, and right. because, but he was uh, one of the assistant coaches on West High School, has been for since they've been married. So since he was in college, since he was in college. yeah, and uh, you know, and this last year West High School, not this year, but last year they won state. I remember that, and we were able to go to the game, and it was it was quite a thing. Well, this summer we get a. A message from them. Nas decided to step down from coaching. Wow! Because again, like TJ, saw that he was tired of being gone all fall, and, and it's not just fall. There, young it, men doing that. That's it's so yeah, important. It's That's just so, so Im- impressive to absolutely to put their seat to recognize and then take that step right, and uh, and be able to be home. You know, in the evenings and the weekends, and because, right. like you know, high school, 
High school coaching is not, oh my gosh. hey, you know, an hour after school. No. I mean, it's no. every evening, and it's Sundays. year round. Yeah, and it's year too. round. Yeah. And, uh, and to take that step, and again, that might be a season. You know, mm-hmm. 10 years from now, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. You know, uh, but to put his family, his it's kids just, It's just so impressive that I know a lot of men at 65 that say, man, I wish I had. Yeah. But so few at 30 or 35 right. say, you know, I'm going to do it. actually do that. Yeah. I'm, that is so impressive. Just, yeah. I am so impressed with all my, my kids, their spouses. I, I just, so blessed. Mm. Uh, you know, so blessed. Generationally. It just, uh, which allowed then her, Sarah, you know, to, to take this position. Sure. Because she couldn't have otherwise. And so now she's able to bless all these women because Sarah's got a, a knack for that. You know, she's uh, she's probably more, you know, an A-type personality, you know, more like me with, with respect to my Navy side. I was more more driven you know right i i probably don't give that persona a, a lot of times to people who think i'm i'm that type of a, no, a personality it, but you, you have to but i see it but you have to have that and right. uh and she's she's that way she can take charge she's you know she's a boss so she, she can you know <laughs> she can run things and and uh but it allows her then to you know her by him stepping down that blessing is blessing more people oh, yeah. so it's it's just remarkable to me, and uh, I just you know on my mornings when I sit in my tree stand or, or in my hunting blind, I can I just think about that, and it's yeah. how blessed we are, and how well they turned out despite despite me. No, you know, I disagree with that. It's, it's but, just a remarkable thing. Um, you two are some very special people. Well, yeah, very 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 special people. But God is, God is good. good. God is good, and uh, that might be a good place to start winding this down there. Yep. Because yep. Yeah, so we started with talking about God. I don't know if you remember, yep. and we've ended talking about God and that full circle thing. And how many times? It's amazing how many times that uh, as you listen through the story, and I had the ability to listen through it, you know, all the way through um, of our different sit downs, and how many times, like you said, that God just was there even when you didn't know he even was. when you didn't know it and opened a door He's that you didn't even been there. yeah honestly I've and it's such a great yeah. lesson with all of us that we have to trust in that yeah you know we have to understand that timetable is not always ours no. we have to trust in that no where we go what we do what our path is where we worship all those things you know i would have never when we got married 400 years ago <laughs> um you know that I wouldn't she be a, good for, oh, isn't she? for 417. I, I, married, I married well. I, I tell you what. You I, outkicked your coverage. I, oh, way, way <laughs> outkicked my coverage there. Um, uh, she's and, and I really haven't talked as much about Rhonda and, and, uh, uh, and how blessed, you know, marriage isn't easy. Right. You know, and uh, it, we're, it throws just a real quick, I mean, there's, there's, Four sets of friends that we've had all since high school. Oh, basically. wow! That's outstanding. Yeah. Well, well since, since yeah, she <laughs> was in grade, grade she was in grade school at the time. I was oh, in high that school. Hurt. That's I know. Really remark. Uh, but <laughs> so seven years coming all again. That's what I. But of those four groups, 
we're all still married to the original person. Wow. You know, 30, 40 years later now. Yes. It, it's amazing, you know, and yeah, how, how, how that happened, but, uh, yeah. um, but First, it's not an option. No, we've never right. considered it as an option. It's just not an option. Right. And, and like I said, it hasn't, it hasn't always been, you know, easy. Right. But, uh, but it's been worth the struggle. Sure. And and the blessings that come from it that we've had and, you know, just the path that we've been on has just been something we never would have thought, you know, how we get here from there and all no. the things that happened. But God was, every step you look back and say, I may not have been, I may not have seen it at the time, but, you know, he was there. He was there. He was always in the room. He was always yep. on the bridge of that ship. What a great lesson. Well, thank you so much for this. Uh, I want you guys, this is a couple of days before Thanksgiving. I hope you folks have a wonderful and safe and blessed Thanksgiving. Um, this conversation has blessed me immeasurably. You're a wonderful man, and I, I'm honored to call you a friend. Oh, thanks, John. And we're, like I said, honored to, to share this with you. And I cannot wait. <laughs> Until a couple of days after Thanksgiving, and get Miss Rhonda to sit down. Now you're going to hear the real story. (laughs) What was it? What was it? Paul Harvey used to say. Now for the the rest rest of the story. story. (laughs) That's right. That's right. She's my color man. That's outstanding. Well, this is probably a good place to stop for the day. Please catch the Whence We Came Project podcast on the Stonecom website, or on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast as well as on Sundays from 2 to 3 on 94.1 Radio. And remember, everyone has a story. You just have to ask.